<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. Okay, so first of all, literal milliseconds before this, I was like, we're ready? Producer Gordon, she's like, we're ready. And then I just, I don't even know what the champagne glass like smacked against i have no idea but it, the whole thing broke it all fell courtney's like how do you break so much glass i'm like i don't know and there is a rogue piece of champagne stem missing i went stemless we're, we're drinking out of stemless glass now i don't know where the other piece is and i say to her i go that's okay i'm sure i'm gonna wait hold on nope that's dust um i can't said to her it's fine i'll find it when it's like in one of my goddaughter's infant feet Probably. That'll be great. And Mike and Taylor will never let them come back over. We are going to break down a couple things. We're going to break down. Oh, guys, we're back in my living room, <laughs> my living room and kitchen. Uh, and here's the thing. I got all new furniture. We'll break that down uh, with my accountant later. Not with you guys. Can't tell you guys how much I spent on this shit because it is just stupid that I just always want to redo my living spaces. I'm like, you know what we should do here? Something totally different. It's like, how about you just get furniture and then fucking keep it for a while? That's a crazy concept. So I tried to get stuff now that's less like crazy, cool, eclectic and more like warm and homey. And anyways, um, try not to destroy it. So I just realized I'm drinking champagne and Red Bull, not mixed together, but just one after the other. So that's the vibe we're on right now. So we're gonna break down Stagecoach. Okay, so. <laughs> First things first, I'm going to, I'm going to set the scene. So we love Shami Mumu. We asked, we were asked to go with them. They were like, we have a house here. We'd love to like get some Mumu content and also just like have a fun time. That's what I love about a brand. It's just like, let's knock out some work, but let's also like have a good time. And Mumu is a good time brand. They're just fun. Everyone that works for the company is fun. Anna Grace and I have gotten to know a lot of people that work for them and just like I couldn't say enough good things about them as a whole. And it's just so much easier to support a company when you like love the people that work there. For instance, this bra I'm wearing is from Florida Mall. I'm sure that people that work there are great. I can't really assume. I don't technically know them, but like love their brand, love the titties in this top. But like, what if I didn't love the people that ran the company? It's just easier to support people when you love them. And I love Shami Mimu. So that's my pitch about them. Uh, I don't even, they probably don't even listen to this, but if they do, love you. And we had a great time this weekend. But Anna Grace and I have known that we were gonna come on this uh, trip for a while. We also knew after Coachella, we knew that we would have a deep, deep aversion to the idea of going back, going exactly back two weeks later to do another festival. And here's, here's what happened. The time rolled around and we thought, oh my God, this is fucking a lot. It's a lot. But what we did different this time, and I wish she was here with me to recap this. It feels wrong without her, but she is on the road with Coach. We love that for her. They need some time together. She's been away a lot, so we're going to let her have her time with a baby boo and she'll be back. But um, so what 
we did differently this time was we flew directly into Palm Springs. So I don't know if you guys remember from Blockchella episode, but we talk about how we flew into LAX and then you have a three and a half hour drive to Palm Springs, which is just like a lot. And we rented a car, et cetera, et cetera. So flying straight into Palm Springs with a 30 minute drive into Indio desert, it really just makes things a lot easier. It makes things a lot less stressful. So that already was just great right on the front end. Then Q, I get to the airport and some of my best friends, Summer Party and John Party, who I brought up on this podcast, who you guys really want to see on the podcast, Summer, I will get her on here, I promise. They were on our flight. So we're like, this is fantastic. We're like, what a vibe. Immediately, yes, we're in. And the flight there was not at a crazy time. It was like, like 4 p.m. So we just, Anna Grace shocked me. This is how, I'll set the scene. We had a great day. We wake up, we have breakfast. Anna Grace gets to my house at 12. I film an Instagram ad for my lawn, which honestly... I know that feels like off kilter for me. And I don't know if I just use that word correctly at all, what so fucking ever. But um, the the ad was presented to me. And as you guys know, like I'm such a fucking sellout. I'll do literally anything for money. I fucking love money. And uh, mama's got to buy some furniture. You know what I mean? These buccal chairs don't come for free unless you sell buccal chairs and you want to give them to me for free, in which case I will absolutely be open to the opportunity. But ads, I tried to do when they make sense to me. Like if you guys saw me do fucking tight tummy tea, you'd be like, bitch, we know you're not drinking that. And I'd be like, I know. And that's just stupid. I just like don't want to be that fake, right? But I call myself a sellout in the sense that I'm like, I'm just going to do it all. Like I'll do it all until it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Something you guys gave me a lot of shit for was the boiled eggs. And I fucking ate those boiled eggs. I loved the boiled egg company. You dipped them in a seasoning pack. They never wanted to work with me again, which is absolutely fucking like diabolical because I gave them the best content of their lives. I also actually paid real money for them to be sent to my mom's house like, cause she loves boiled eggs. And then you, okay. So there's a motorcycle that just passed by. I don't even know if you just heard that in the audio, but I have a lot to say about moving vessels and the sounds they make later in this episode. Okay. So, um, yeah, I paid the, for the subscription for my mom and she kept getting them and she goes, Shannon, please stop the subscription. I have just too many eggs. And I was like, okay, sorry. Anyways, all that to be said, things might not seem right on par for me, but I like a lot of things that I promote that may seem a little funny. And one of these things was lawn care because they had this fucking part of it that was like called mosquito delito and i was like i fucking hate mosquitoes honestly i wish i could have cussed in this ad because i would have gone full fucking force on the hatred i have deep inside my soul for mosquitoes because i just hate them so anyways anna grace gets here i'm like hey i need you to help me record this lawn ad she's like bitch but we're just moving casually you know we get to the airport an hour and a half early anna grace says to me she says let's get a drink before the flight i said you're crazy girl you're crazy. And I, that's just very unlike her. So I was like, let's get twisted before the flight. Yes, ma'am. I always have to tell people she has like diabetes or something. I'm like, I'll be having a double. She's pregnant. <laughs> They're like, no, she's not. She's okay. You're just like drinking too much. So anyways, we go to Tootsie's in Nashville airport. There's like a, there's a Tootsie's in the airport that has like live singers and everything, which is pretty cool. And, um, we go to Tootsie's, we have ourselves a stiff drink then we get another stiff drink and I'm like, Anna Grace, you're crazy. We get on the flight. We see Summer. We see John. So no one was allowed to know that Summer and John were going technically or it's not that they weren't allowed. It was just he was coming on stage during stagecoach as like a surprise, um, you know, performer. So we have a drink with them. We get on the plane. Everything's great. Anna Grace and I, we booked our flights a little bit later on. So we weren't seated. I was seated. Uh maybe I want to say six rows between us. She was behind me six rows. And then, um, I would see you closer to like summer and John, but still not even really near them. And then 
I don't know. I'm just like, you know, we're grown ass adults. We're not going to be like, oh, we had to find someone to switch with us. Like that would be great. And honestly, if we saw the opportunity, but we both had middle seats too. So like you can't convince someone to switch out of a, their seat to sit next to someone and offer them a middle seat. That's just like not proper airplane etiquette. And if someone asked me to switch out of my aisle or window to go to a middle, I would be like, I need to see your baby. And, and I need to like see that the baby's even just upset. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know if I'm doing this for like a happy baby. I need to see a sad baby before I'm switching to a middle seat. Anyway, so Anna Grace and I, we're just apart. And that's the point of the story that matters because halfway through the flight, um, I'm listening to like, I don't know, fucking Jack Harlow or something. I'm like, first class, even though I'm literally in a middle seat in coach, I was like up in the sky and I am listening and I, I see, uh, flight attendants like run by kind of fast and I hear something through my AirPods, So I pause them and they ask if there's like a medic on board and I'm like, Oh my God, what? this is crazy and I was like not taking joy in that but I was just like what is going on what's the tea what's the 411 I want to know the gossip and so I text Dana Grace and I'm like bitch did you fucking hear that they just asked for a medic on board like do you see anything I'm looking around I don't see anything she doesn't text back I'm like that's weird and then uh probably like 10 15 minutes later I get a tap on my shoulder from the uh flight attendant and she's like hi is your friend seated in row 25 and I go oh <gasps> And then it obviously, I mean, it obviously clicked immediately. Plus, if Anna Grace was here, she would confirm the fact that she, the girl just has like so many ailments. Like things are always, something is always happening to her, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, yes, that's my friend. What's happening? And I went into immediate like defense mode. Like I'm not even being funny about this. It very much like concerned me. I was like, what's going on? And they were like, she has fainted. And I was like, luckily, but not luckily, I do know that she has a heart condition and that she has fainted on planes before. I couldn't. Anna Grace would be better at saying the word. It's something, I'm going to mess up the, the diagnosis word, so I'm not going to say it, but it's something that basically it can happen even more so when she's in higher elevation. So she passes out, faints on the plane. She's lost her hearing. She's lost her um, eyesight. She literally is very panicked and they're like, she's very panicked. She can't see or hear right now. Her see her vision is very blurry. So um, she, she keeps like saying, you'll know what to do. And I was like, okay, her feet need to be elevated. And she's like trying to elevate her feet, but she doesn't really know how to, she said the lady beside her was so nice and so calm and was like, Anna Grace, what's your name? My name's Candace. You're going to be okay. Anna Grace. She was like, the lady had kids and was just like, she was like, was the best person ever that could be seated next to me. Cause she was just so calming. And I was like, Oh, I'm just so sad that I wasn't there. She was like, it's okay. But long story short, she was okay. We got off the plane. We had a 20 minute connection, but it was in the, where did we connect? Dallas, the Dallas airport. I don't know if you're from Dallas, but it's a big fucking airport. And we had to get somewhere very far away. And Summer and John are texting us being like, uh, the doors are closing in like five minutes. Cause the second we got off the plane, Anna Grace had to lay down elevator feet and like, I, also what the fuck do I look like being like, Anna Grace, come on, grab your shit. We got to catch our next flight. It's like, no bitch, I don't, I'm worried about my friend. So I'm like, okay, okay. What do we have to do? I'm like, let's make sure she's okay. Let's lay her down. Like, let's get the feet elevated. I mean, if we're in the middle of a um, gate, so like everyone's just like staring at us and I'm like, she had circulation issues and a heart problem. Fuck off. And everyone's like, okay, relax. No one's staring at you. You are obsessed with yourself. So I have her legs in the air. I'm putting on all of her baggage. And I basically tell her, if you want to stay in Dallas tonight and go to the festival tomorrow or just fucking go home, I will do anything you want to do. I'm not pressuring you to do anything. Let's just relax. The only thing I'm just going to say to you currently right now, the option is on the table to still make it to Palm Springs. And we, we do have 12 minutes to get to the gate. And the gate is 17 minutes away via my app. But 
I'm gonna put all your luggage on me. I said, I'm gonna be the pack mule and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna rally through and I'm gonna be the husband on this trip, okay? Give me all your shit. And she, of course, integrates this and she's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, I have so much stuff. I'm like, hand it to me now. So I'm just like trudging through the airport. I am sweating out of every orifice. I'm sweating out of spots in my body I didn't even know could sweat. Like who knew the top of your nose and the inside of your nose? I'm pretty sure sweating. So uh, we're walking and I'm texting Summer like, no, like, no worries if not. <laughs> But could you tell them to hold the flight for us? We're coming. We just had to get her like blood. She was cold as ice. Like her, her blood pressure or uh, heart rate was so low. Like she was gray. I could barely find a fucking pulse on her. I was trying to be calm. And listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me at all, you know, I'm not like, could you imagine anyone describing me as like a calming person? Like, oh, when I'm around Shannon, I just feel calm. Like, no, not really. But I'm telling myself, like, don't be like, are you okay? Do you need anything? Give me your stuff. I was like, don't be panicked. Just really try in all of your acting capability. Just try to be the calming force that she needs right now. So I'm trying to be that for her. And I'm like, just walk slower. Who cares? Do not walk fast. She's like, do we need to make the, we got to go faster. I'm like, Anna Grace, it's gravy, baby. Let's just keep walking. It's okay. And so we're walking, but Summer's texting me like, bitch, it is not gravy, baby. They're about to close this gate. So anyways, we do make it. They held it for us, which was very nice. We get on the flight. We're also not sitting next to each other. So I'm, again, we're both in middle seats. I couldn't convince someone to switch. So I was going to ask some lady to switch with us. Just like thought she might be nice if I said someone had a heart problem. Anna Grace was sitting in between a lady who whenever I tapped her shoulder politely, she goes, I can't hear you have headphones in. And I go, oh, okay, thinking she's going to take him out. She just looked back at her movie. I was like, okay, <laughs> the fuck? I was like, we're going to cross that one off to listen to Anna Grace go, so we'll take that L. I was like, we're going to take that as an L. And then the guy sitting next to her was watching an oral surgery already on his iPad. I mean, it was so much blood. I couldn't even tell what orifice it actually was at first. And then we found out it was in the mouth. Anna Grace said he did it the whole flight. I don't know if he's studying for med school, and I don't want to, like, like fault him for that. But honestly, like, I'm very squeamish. I think I would have had to be like, please put that away. But then he probably would have been like, just don't look. But then I would have been like, I can't not look. <laughs> like, it would have been very troubling for me. She made it through the next flight. She was fine. Um, someone was ripping ass on the flight, though, which I feel like should be illegal. Like, farting on planes, like, especially if they're going to be, like, hot, stinky, warm farts. Like, you've got to cut that out. Like, that's just, like, we're all stuck here. And that is just so... Don't be farting on planes. Don't do it. Don't keep the toots to cars, to, to trains and other automobiles. Don't toot on planes. It's a scary time for all of us during COVID, and we don't want any of that, Okay. Also, you don't have to wear masks anymore on the planes, but then some people do wear masks. And of course, me personally, like I don't if I don't feel sick and I also know for sure I don't have COVID. I love the idea of not wearing masks on planes anymore, but it does feel like I've, I'm set me a people pleaser to my core. The person sitting next to me has a mask on. I'm like, fuck, should I put a mask on to make them feel more comfortable? And I'm like, no, Shannon, do what you want to do. You respect their decision. I'm sure they respect your decision, but it's also just like, eh. and I, I honestly, I pulled a mask, my emergency mask out of my purse during the second flight because people be tooting. People were rooting, tooting, and a disgrace on this flight. And I just think it should be illegal. And, and I'm going to bring up something else about moving vessels because I posted on my Instagram. So I just moved into this house and I, I have never lived this close to a train, I guess. And I cannot express to you how often this train blows its whistle louder than any train I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Like I can't express it to you. And I'm not even that close to the train, I don't think. So I think this man's just laying the fucking hammer down. And 
Yeah, it's it wakes me up from 2 a.m. and then wakes me up at 4 a.m. again. Usually I don't go to sleep before like 11 or midnight, but there also is one that goes on at 11, but I'm usually awake for that. And I'm just always like, wow, that's fucking loud. And I post something like on my Instagram. I'm like, I will put your, if you're a train conductor that goes through Nashville, like I will double your salary and put your kids through college if you just stop fucking blowing this horn, okay? And here's my, here's our reasoning behind it. You got, you got fucking uh, lights that are flashing in your eyes. You got a bar that comes down that will not allow a car to pass unless they literally drive through it. Then on top of that, you have like, they have some sort of beeping siren that goes along with it. Then there's just like, there's signs that literally say like train ahead. And then here's the craziest concept of it all. There's a like giant train coming your way. What If you are still driving through that, then honestly, that's natural selection, my girl. Like you just need to fucking go. And I say that I'm like, this is like, why do we have the horn? Why do we have it? And of course, a couple people are like, I live in a small town. We don't have the bars that come down. We don't have the lights. I'm like, okay, the horn makes sense. But more so than that, I had a lot, a lot of people that said they lived in residential areas or neighborhood areas in different states. And they have this like thing called uh, no blow zone, which... <laughs> I'm immature, so that made me laugh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's like, it's a no blow zone. And they like, don't blow them at certain times at night because it literally wakes up small children. So I'm like, okay, we got to get a no blow zone. But people were very pressed about that. Like people were, I don't know why you said people, there was this one guy who was up in arms. He called me pancake ass privileged pillow time, something. Honestly, the alliteration made me laugh. And then he called me a cunt at the end, which I just like, I think the word cunt is just so funny. I don't know if I was like meant to be Australian or British, but like cunt to me, like if you call me a cunt, like I literally could be spitting mad. I could be so furious. I want to like punch you physically. And if you called me a cunt, it'll just like lighten the mood. Like it'll just make me be like, oh, fuck. Now I'm giggling. Like this is funny. Like cunt is so funny to me. So um, if you are a train, uh, you know, an advocate for trains, I'm just really sorry about it, but I don't like the horns. And one lady messaged me and said her husband was a train conductor and dead ass I'll, I'll try to screenshot and find it so we can put this in the youtube video she really said that she um her husband says when he goes through towns or parts of towns that he doesn't like he lays on the horn really loud for longer than he has to because listen i know the conductors have to do the horn it's like the law for them but yeah there are some where i could tell a little toot toot would do it and they're giving us full they're doing too much so that's just honestly my true thoughts on trains i don't know why i've just really we're on a big vessel journey here um let me go back to stagecoach let's go back to that so i had i'm trying to like decide if i had a more fun time at coachella or stagecoach i think the logistics had been planned out so much better for stagecoach that i want to do coachella like i did stagecoach i want to fly into palm springs i want to have a house i want to i want to be in india because our house was in india right so it's like our the festival is three minutes away so when we got our uber which sure took a little bit of time but then you're like three minutes away from home it's so nice so I would like to do that again. So I can't really pick which one was my favorite because I'm just like a rap girly pop. Like I just love rap. I love pop music. I love country music too, of course. And I'm friends with a lot of country music people. So like this was fun for me because it felt more like like welcoming and homey. And the people were just nicer. At Coachella, you were like running into people that were like on ecstasy. Ooh, could you imagine? They sound so gross. Um, and um, I was not like this when I was on ecstasy. But you run into people who are just like, you know, like hammered, drunk, whatever. And I just don't know if the clientele was different for Coachella, but they're like, move. Or they just like wouldn't say anything. And then you're like barely brushing someone's like elbow at stagecoach and like, sorry, darling, excuse me, pardon me. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Oh my God. And I love that outfit. I'm like, what? Everybody was so much nicer. I just felt more at home. Me. 
a Southern girl through and through. So, um, yeah, we go. And then here's another thing that changed it totally. The, um, the people that we hung out with before. So we did a lot more like pre-gaming before. So, um, my girly pops that I love forever and ever, my LA YouTube fam there, I'm, I'm not on YouTube other than this podcast, but they like vlog and they do like incredible stuff on YouTube. They're YouTubers, you know, it's like, a, it's a breed and TK, Alicia, we had Remy. We had, I met this guy, Tristan and his friend Channing, who I'm just like obsessed with Lexi, Taryn, like everyone there was just fucking amazing. And I love them. And, um, if you followed me for a very long time, then you know that my like obsession with average fashion blogger has been for probably like five years. Like I hate to be this girl. That's like, Oh, I, I read the book before it was a movie or like I listened to that band before they were mainstream. But like, I'm going to be completely honest. Like I've been a fan of average fashion blogger way before she blew up. Like I was fucking obsessed with her. So I'm a true fan. And I met her at this house too for their pregame. And she's just like fucking so funny and so lovely and wonderful. And I forget sometimes that like people don't always have to be like on 24 seven. And I was like, kind of, I caught myself like waiting. I'm like, dance monkey dance and like she's honestly just just as chill as she is funny which i appreciate that so um that was fun because we were having like our spirits were very lifted before we went into the festival hanging out with all these people right and so then we get into the festival and i have a great time midland iconic and then john party who's like an incredible singer and performer as well and a friend of mine he came out on midland set he came out during thomas rett set it was just iconic. And then um, Mila Kunas and Ashton Kutcher were there, which like, let's just like take a second. She was wearing a t-shirt and like, I don't believe, I don't want to like speak on her behalf, but like, I'm pretty sure she didn't have a stitch of makeup on. And it was just like, she's the most beautiful human ever. She's also, I can't imagine like any taller than three foot 11. Like she's so tiny. She's a tiny, tiny little girl. Ashton Kutcher is so fucking hot. So I loved the performers for the first night. I didn't do any drugs at Stagecoach. I wish I had. Um, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't wasn't a drug girly pop on this one there was no keeping someone locked inside the porta potty there was none of that also by the way that was tk i told tk um you guys got to check her out on instagram and youtube tk juicy polls she's hilarious she's amazing she also has a podcast as well i was like yeah i was telling people how i locked you in the bathroom accident she's like did you say my name i was like no i didn't know if you would want to be associated with the fact that like i did drugs she was like i wasn't doing drugs i was like i know but i just didn't even know if you would want to be associated she's like i don't care that's hilarious so yeah shouts out to tk for still inviting me back to stagecoach pre-games in her house and then like not being like this bitch was crazy. But when I did tell her, I was, I told her this trip, I was like, I was on ecstasy. She goes, oh, that's so funny. Is that why you wouldn't let go of me? I was like, yes. <laughs> she goes, I just hung out with you so many times and you're just not a clingy girl. And you weren't, she's like, don't get me wrong. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, Shannon is obsessed with me. We love it. But she was like, you're just not normally clingy. And you were like, really couldn't let go. And I was like, I know, I know that was, it was the drugs. So uh, anyways, that was just fun. But we go to carry on with the next day I've never seen like, like it's just like I know everyone talks about her legs and, and she's more than her legs she's more than her legs but fuck the legs like the legs are just they're otherworldly it's unconstitutional how fucking hot she is how beautiful she is we know uh Melissa Schleicher is an incredible hair and makeup artist salon owner and just badass that lives in town and she does Carrie's hair and makeup and she just crushed it she looked incredible Every song Carrie Underwood sang was incredible. I can't say enough good things about it. But let me tell you guys something. Here's the T. Here's the 411. Okay. So 
we um i'm walking to the ferris wheel which if you have to if you understand the festival grounds of coachella slash stagecoach slash the indio desert where these take place the festival ferris wheel is very far away fucking very far away okay so i had to go there because i was doing an ad with liquid iv and i had to truck it there in my boots and boot scoot over there and when i got there i was like Oh my God, this is so fucking far away. But it was interesting because I had a little bit more service and I'm looking on my phone and I'm like, hmm, guess who I just saw is at Stagecoach. And Anna Grace is like, who? And I'm like, Bridgerton. And she goes, oh, Shannon, don't open that can of worms again. I said, boop, 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 bust open the can opener, baby, because I'm about to text him. And she was like, don't text him. And I was like, I'm not going to text him. I'm not going to do it, girl. I was just thinking about doing it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. Um, my text man was like, oh my God. Well, this should be noted that I did text him and say like, <laughs> I did text him and be like, I think it was like three weeks ago I said something and he just left me on red, which is fine because like, honestly, we just have like a chill relationship. We're friends, so I just didn't care, but I was also like, mm, okay. And then um, I was like, if I text him again though and he doesn't respond, that's embarrassing. So um, I texted him and I said, oh my gosh, you're at Stagecoach. <laughs> And he didn't text back for like an hour. And then he texted and was like, yeah, are you here? And I was like, I mean, I could not be more active on social media. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I'm here. Duh. And I was just like, interesting that he wouldn't know that I was here. And then I actually thought to myself, does he have me like blocked or muted? Then I was like, nah, he wouldn't do that. So anyways, I texted him. He's like, yeah, we, should. we were both very casual. I'm like, oh my gosh, where are you guys staying? He's like a house in India. I'm like, no way. Where? And he sends me the, like, he didn't, he like sent me his location. And I was like, okay, here's what was absolutely confirmed that I was going to reopen the can of worms. He was staying four minutes away from me. Okay. So too easy. Just it's too easy. It's too easy. So I, um, I was like, oh, what are the odds? We are staying just right up the, just over the river and through the woods, just right around the corner from me, okay? And he was like, okay, cool. Yeah, he's like, well, let me know what you guys do after, whatever, whatever. I'm like, yeah, keeping it cool, keeping it blase. Me, I'm like 100% I'm fucking this man as soon as I leave this festival, okay? And so uh, if you recall from previous episodes, like it's some of the best sex I've ever had. So like, uh, yeah, we gonna be fucking. So I go to the festival, we finish, we leave, and then we go back to my friend TK's house TK and Alicia and everyone else, all the YouTubers that have this like fabulous house. That's also, they were staying like five minutes away from me. That's why I'm like, the logistics of this one was just so much better. I got to see Katie Austin again. I got to meet some of her friends. I just like loved this trip as far as like the time I got to spend with people. It makes walking into the festival and all the dust and all that shit so much better when you're like with your gang of people that you're like rocking with. I could not have sounded more like late sixties if I tried just then. like your gang of people you're rocking with, like get the fuck out of here. Okay. So I, I go to their house and we're like deciding if we're gonna get in the pool i feel like you guys might have seen on instagram one of the days i was like very wet i jumped in their pool at one point and then just like <laughs> came back to my house where that i was staying at and all the show me remember girls were like why are you wet <laughs> and i was like oh i jumped in a pool it's not as sexy of a story as it sounds they were still awake like making quesadillas and i walked in like soaking wet and they were like why are you wet i was like i don't know anyways i get back to their house i decide not to get in the pool but here's the thing i reapplied self-tanner i'd put self-tanner on before I got to the second day festival. Oh, oh, because I lay, I was in TK and Alicia's hot tub for like two hours the night before. Let me show you something about spray tan and hot tubs, strips right off. If you can't get a, if you can't get a crusty ass spray tan off, go in a hot tub, go in a sauna, something that just like will soak it off. Like that'll do it. So that next day on Saturday, I was like, I have got to retouch up my spray tan. So I put some like 
foam moose on that like it's just not I mean it's just you know it's dicey out here in those parks when you're putting foam and moose on I was honestly like worried I was gonna sweat and it was just gonna like be all over everything so I go um I'm gonna gonna reapply self-tanner and I was sticky smelly maybe orange I don't know but it like I needed to be more tan than I was don't we always okay I'm always trying to be tanner than I am just always for the rest of my life honestly my dad's got like Native American in his blood and he's like the shade of a mahogany dresser and I'm just like it's just pretty fucked up that we didn't get that gene like in the dead of winter this man is tan and my mom is like I married a tan man because I wanted tan children it did not happen my sister has like black hair blue eyes my little brother has brown hair brown eyes and I have red hair and blue eyes and we are all the palest motherfuckers I've ever met my entire life like all of us I would even be happy if one of my siblings got it you know I'd be like she made it out she did it she's got tan genes none of us do okay Irish as fuck so uh yeah I had the self tanner on and I get to TK's and I'm telling them me an open book I'm like uh yeah so Bridgerton's staying four minutes up the road I'm probably gonna I texted him and was like oh like what are you up to I think I texted him and was like sir I was like hi sir and it didn't get delivered but I mean everyone's at stagecoach and whatever there's like no service and then an hour later I texted him and said Mr. Sir <laughs> and then he didn't respond and then I was like yeah I'm just gonna give this one more go <laughs> I was like 30 minutes later I was like are you home yet and then he was like oh sorry I had put my phone in airplane mode at the festival yes getting home like and I was like oh okay cool well Intergrace is taking an early early flight I really just hate to wake her up like honestly I would just hate to disturb her like I'm trying to just be like a really good friend can I come over and he's like yes <laughs> I know what you're doing yes you can come over I'm like cool 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 so I go over there but I'm, or before I go over there I'm thinking to myself and I'm telling TK and I'm telling Lexi and I'm telling Alicia I'm telling Remy and all them I'm like hey here's the thing I gotta go get dick down in Dallas and they're like yes queen fuck it up and I'm like okay okay here's the thing can I take a hoe bath and they're like yes absolutely I'm like can I literally use your shower I'm at their home you guys I'm like can I take off my clothes take a shower here dry off put my clothes back on do any of you have gum or mouthwash and then I'm gonna go get dicked down in Dallas they could not have been more here for my bullshit you know what I mean like like they were just like absolutely queen no questions asked yes and I'm like perfect so I take my hoe bath because also I was like I can't go over the reeking of self-tanner and dust and crusties and like I just need to like I didn't think we were going to go over there and discuss the like Pythagorean theorem I was like we're getting I'm getting fucked so I need to wash myself and be clean if you're gonna have like random sex be clean so anyways I take my bath it was a shower I don't know why I keep calling it a bath me and my friends always called them hoe baths back in college <laughs> and so yeah we take we I take my shower I go over there have a great time his friend was there they, like he was staying with some buddies I met some of his friends and like they're just all hilarious we had a great time you know what I drank when I was over there because I didn't drink in the festival and then uh, walking that much just like gets you I think I had like a tequila drink in the beginning of the festival and then you're like watching the shows and you're just like you're not gonna leave your spot watching the concert to like go get a drink and then I thought like I'd like to make it, meet up with Bridgerton and like drinking and driving absolutely don't do that so I was just like especially like at a festival and all this stuff you can make all the excuses you want like oh, it's only four minutes away it's just, just don't just don't do it don't do it don't do it and so um yeah I was sober as shit and I was over there and I was like I'm sober as shit haven't done any drugs on no alcohol what the fuck and so I was like um do you guys have any booze and they were like yeah and it was whiskey and I was like, listen, I'm like live in Tennessee, which of course one of his friends was like, you're a Nashville girl. And I was like, not a big whiskey girl, TBH. And actually the hat I had on set tequila helps. He pointed him a hat. He said, I can see that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, not my thing. So um, anyways, I he just started making me these delicious 
uh kentucky mules is what they called them it was like whiskey and like ginger beer and lemon it was honest or lie i don't fucking know it was so good but i think that whiskey drunk is a bit different i felt i felt sloppier is what i felt i was like all over the place but also tequila is an upper so like Tequila is the only liquor that's actually an upper. So like maybe whiskey just like makes you feel like bleh, bleh, like loosey goosey frucy. So his friends go to sleep. Bridget and I, we have great sex. And then I leave the next morning. And honestly, I was so happy. It was great. I did. I left my hat because his friend was really like sweet. and was like, oh, the tequila helps hat. And I was like, I'll leave it for you. I know a girl. I can get another one. Bridgerton was like, I want to wear the hat to the festival. But am I going to get like, I feel like people are going to walk up to me and be like, are you Bridgerton? Because I think like I fucked up, like I said before, with like the terminology, like the name, the pseudonym, the, the witness protection program for this particular um kind soul was just it, it was just too easy to crack the code was not a hard it wasn't tough and you guys like found out who he was and then now you will see him and be like are you bridgerton so um yeah i was like wear the hat come on it's worth being accosted it's such a cute hat so he wore the hat into the festival i think he did anyways and then um the only thing is so i don't know if you guys saw i i wore the second day i put weave in obviously if you've followed me for the past like for a while, you know that I've had long extensions weave my whole life and then I cut my hair and I just feel putting extensions in made me realize how much I'm just like a short hair girly pop. Like I feel so much more myself with short hair, even when I put the weave in and it looked like beautiful and I felt like sexy, cool girl. I still was like, oh my God, who is she? Like, this is not me. I did not feel like myself, which I don't know. I know we shouldn't put all of our like eggs in our basket with like haircuts, but I just feel like short hair is me. We're going to, you guys let me know if you like short hair chain or long hair chain or whatever. I'm just like short hair for life, I think. Well, not for life, but like for right now, I'm just, it's my vibe. And it was funny because I, like I told you guys, his friend was there. He was making me drinks. He was so fun, whatever. And then I go in the bedroom and I take my extensions out, which they were like down to my like asshole. Like they were so fucking long. I don't know why I just said asshole. Like I'm from fucking like Boston. Yeah, asshole. They were literally down to my booth hole. And I, uh, I took them out. Cause I was just like, they fucking hurt. Like I forgot how bad clip-ins I had like a mound of them in my hair under a trucker hat. I took them out and I walked back out kind of like low key forgetting. Cause I had already told Bridgerton. I was like, Oh, he knows me. He was like, Whoa, your hair. And I was like, those sugar bear hair gummies are crazy. And he was like, Oh, you have extensions and whatever. But his friend, I didn't update him on the hair length. And I walked out and he goes also, also for the record, fucking men. Like I walk out and he goes, did you cut your hair? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's the kink that me and Bridgerton are into. We love to cut hair while we fuck. And he was like, oh my God, why is your hair so short the next day? I was like, uh, it, I took my extensions out. So uh, the next morning he was very confused by that. Also the next morning I woke up, despite the hoe bath, like all, all precautions were taken. And I still woke up the next morning and was like, my guy, there is a clear shade of spray tan just absolutely all over your sheets i'm so sorry and he was like it's okay and i was like it's probably not but all right we love him he's a trooper he's the fucking shit so i go home that was my stagecoach experience um honestly it was great i had a great time i i ran into margot osher who i also just love i love that entire family like i'm such a stan of the osher's it's crazy like toaster for life honestly i've met so many more of you guys they need like a sorority sign because people will come up to me and be like i'm a toaster i loved you on it i'm like what's your like what's your sign like what's like in, when i was in sorority we did like this like a little like crown like i want to do like what was like let's we got to get a toaster is it just a box for a piece of toast <laughs> like is that what you do i don't know i've got to we, we're gonna have to bring that up to them at the next meeting because 
that is that's something they should have um but yeah i don't know i think like stagecoach was a vibe i was into it i'll tell you what i'm fucking tired i'm real fucking tired i go to new york tomorrow and we're going to have producer Courtney come in next week and we're going to try to film some really cool guests in New York. So if you guys have anyone that you want to see, let a girl know. Slide into my DMs and let me know who you want to see from New York. And then um, I'm also trying to stay in New York longer just because then I was telling Courtney before she got here, I was like, I finally got my house together in Nashville and it feels homey and I come back here and it feels good. And all my stuff gets delivered to New York. I know I told you that in the Block Chell episode that I had that overpriced pod come and I'm finally going to have both places like better. And I feel like I haven't really like immersed myself into New York yet, maybe because I'm a little scared because every time I go there, I'm like, I don't know anyone and I have nothing to do. And it's like, that's kind of what you're supposed to do when you live in New York. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. And that's how you become a a New Yorker. No one would ever call me that in their literal lives. Like everyone's going to be like, you're such a fucking poser. You're not a New Yorker. But I think that's like what you do when you live there. You should feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to try to stay there try for most of may so i want to be in new york for may i'll tell you something though and this is what makes me absolutely not a fucking new yorker if that shit starts getting down to 40 30 degrees again i'm gonna be back i'm gonna be back in nashville because it is 75 and sunny here y'all it really is my boat's still in the shop so i still can't get on my boat the fucking rats that ate my boat like who does this happen to other than me nobody whose boat seats get eaten by rats mine so honestly like I am going to just chug this Red Bull. Uh, This glass looks like apple juice. These are juice glasses. And this is Red Bull and this is champagne. And I'm just like, I'm a fucking tired bitch. I'm just so tired. And I just really, I don't know if my brain is even like functioning. So this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. We're going to come back. We're coming in hot. I'm going to go to New York and Courtney is going to come. Producer Courtney is just her. She's she's immersing herself into New York as well. (laughs) She was like, also, I I, I love her. She was like, I don't mind staying with you if you want. But also, if you're trying to get dick down in Dallas, like, I'm also happy to get a hotel. I was like, Courtney, we will be getting you a hotel. (laughs) Not because I even want to get dick down in Dallas. But if the opportunity presents itself, I would love to. So, yeah, hopefully that does happen. And I can talk about it all in the podcast. But we will be back. We will be back firing through with some great things. Like I said, I want a lot of guests in New York. So whoever you guys want to see, um, just don't do anyone that's already blocked me. You know what I mean? Because like they're just not available uh, to contact. So I love you guys. That was my stagecoach recap. Uh, I need to just crawl into a hole and sleep. And this bun that I have my hair in right now is like yanking my eyes open. And I think that's the only reason I haven't fallen asleep during this podcast. I love you guys. I will see you. I am now cheersing myself. Goodbye.